Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. All right, Matt, here we are on January 30th. Calendar about to turn to February. The season about to turn to 2024. And it appears Bill Belichick is left without a chair in the game of musical chairs and the music has stopped. It is Mm -hmm. amazing to think that Bill Belichick will probably not have a job this year and to me, that signals he's not going to get a job after that. I can't see anyone hiring him at 72 years old after a year off if they're not going to hire him now. Well, we just talked about the Bills need a defensive line coach. Get Bill on the phone. <laughs> right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's not hey Bill, come on. Hey, Bill, come on down. Be a defensive line Bill coach. Bill Belichick we wants know. the NFL head coaching. You want the wins. Yes, he's not going to get it. I you said you knew I was being sarcastic, right? Yes, of course. Actually, yes, yes, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think he's going to get it unless the Commanders get desperate. I mean, the people that we thought were going to end up with the Commanders and the Seahawks are now turning down at least the Commanders. So maybe the Commanders make him an offer. I know that he wasn't somebody who was talked about, but I don't know. You got a new owner. Maybe you can try and get him here for a couple of years, try and win back some of the fan base a little bit after all the disastrous years there and see if you could just kind of bridge the gap with him. But I, I just, I don't know if that would be the most intriguing thing to him. I bet he would love the Seattle job because the Seahawks are at least close to winning, but it doesn't seem like they're there's, interested in him either. There's no way Seattle's moving on from Pete Carroll to Bill Belichick. There's just no way, right? You're not going from a... you're. They, I think they want to get younger and newer is what they want. I mean, you'd yeah. be doing the exact same thing. You'd be, yeah, you'd but, be older, defensive-minded head coach who still has a lot of energy and juice mm-hmm. in Pete Carroll, you know, for Bill Belichick. It doesn't seem like it, so I don't think so. It looks like it's going to be, to me, it looks like Mike McDonald and Dan Quinn are very much in the running of some of these jobs or some other people mm-hmm. in, as well, but that's where – because Ben Johnson, by the way, Ben Johnson, how about that? Not taking the commander's job for whatever reason. Maybe he priced himself out or whatever it is, but – a little bit of an upset there that he's not going to get a head coaching job. You know where he reminds me of? I think we talked about this guy on another pod. Lou, excuse me, Lou Anarumo. Anarumo. I always say it wrong. Lou Anarumo, who last year was the hot candidate, didn't get a job. And then this year, nobody talked about him. I mean, Ben Johnson could very well get a job next year, or maybe nobody talks about him next year if they don't have the same kind of season. Yeah, it just maybe makes you wonder – how desirable that command. It's still a head coaching job though. Even if it's not a desirable job, it's still a job as a head coach. There's only 32. There's only 32 of them. It seems like McDonald is going to be the Seahawks guy, 
right? Yeah. Like that makes way too much sense for both sides. But I don't know what the commanders are going to do. And that's why I'm not going to rule out Belichick yet because I, I right. think there's in Washington, there's at least a chance there. I believe they did hire, um, they did, I'm sorry, interview Dan Quinn a second time. Uh, commanders did from what I read from a Josina Anderson. So we'll see where that goes. There are some other people, you know, still, you know, in the mix over there. So that's interesting. Um, what other teams? Uh, Dave Canales with the Panthers goes from the Bucks. I don't know. It doesn't seem like they're kind of just treading on water and moving in quicksand, basically. Um, Raheem Morris, that's the upset one. That Belichick doesn't get the Falcons job. Raheem Morris gets the Falcons job from the Rams. A lot of praise for Raheem Morris. So that's huh. kind of been the, the – I think that was the domino that fell in the upset you know, around the coaching ranks. Yeah, for sure. That was the one that I think we all kind of thought Atlanta was going to be where Belichick ended up. Yep. And Morris gets the job, and that's one that immediately gets praised by a lot of different people. It's almost the exact opposite of – not that – I mean, Bill Belichick by many people is the greatest coach of all time, but it's the exact opposite mindset of trying to get younger, fresher, new ideas as yep. opposed to a guy who's trying to win the most games ever from an NFL head coach. So very different. Gerard, Gerard Mayo gets the um, Patriots head coaching job. They still don't have an actual GM. I don't know what their structure is going to be, but they're the only team without a GM. And that's, that's an interesting note for the bills because Terrence Gray did interview for two, two GM posts. He interviewed for the LA chargers, and the Las Vegas Raiders. They have since hired people. The Raiders, they hire former Chargers GM and Buffalo native Tom Telesco. Mm -hmm. And the Chargers, they've hired uh, Joe Horitz, uh, Horitz, who comes from one Baltimore, Harbaugh, the other Harbaugh, right? He goes mm -hmm. from Baltimore uh, to L.A. And then Commanders, Adam Peters. And how about Dan Morgan, our guy uh, in Buffalo? It was always great dealing with Dan Morgan. Uh, good for uh -huh. him. He's now the general manager of the Panthers. Yeah, what a stacked little group that they had for a while, right? It was yeah. Brandon Bean, it was Joe Shane, it was Dan Morgan, it was Terrence Gray. Terrence is getting GM interviews now. Brandon's obviously still a GM. Joe Shane's a GM. Uh, Dan Morgan's a GM. Like that was Brian a Brian really Bean became group. a GM and came back. Brian, yeah, like that is a very impressive group that they had in that front office, which makes sense because they had so much success. Well. Yeah relative but they had a lot of success over those last couple of years my favorite one and i know you briefly alluded to it is harbaugh i think harbaugh is a heck of a hire for the chargers whether you like him or not is has nothing to do with the conversation i just think that he's a winner and i think going to a team that has justin herbert is going to get the most out of that division or out of that team in that division. And by the way maybe and by the way maybe that means that the chiefs get a loss or two extra along the way right and that could really kind of impact what happens in the AFC seating. And I agree with you. Jim Harbaugh will be very good for the Chargers. Um, we'll see where it goes. And, you know, they have some massaging that roster and the salary cap to do, obviously. Are you surprised Mike Vrabel never got a job? And maybe maybe the commanders turned to him. I don't know. I, I wonder if, he, if Ben Johnson can turn down the commanders, Mike Vrabel can turn down the commanders, even though Ben Johnson might be the more it name right now. I think Mike Vrabel, it's different because Bill Belichick, probably can't sit out a year because of what he's trying to accomplish and because of his age. Mike Vrabel can. Mike Vrabel can say, I don't like any of these jobs. I'm going to go talk on one of the networks for a year, and then yeah. we can all circle back to me in a year because he is still so young. Right. So I could see him doing that as opposed to, I don't want to say settling for a job because it is still a very exclusive job. I think he could be better suited just kind of hanging out for a year. Speaking of television, I actually think Belichick could be good on the desk. I think Belichick could oh, be yeah. pretty insightful and good in television. And I, I'm not super excited about Brady being an analyst. I'm interested. I'm intrigued. He could be great at it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But 
I like Greg Olson. There's a lot of talk about Brady taking over for Olson on Fox. I think Belichick would be really good on the desk. I don't know if Brady would be very good in the booth. I don't know yet either. I'm just kind of assuming he'll be good because he's pretty good at a lot of other things. I really liked Greg Olson, though, so I'm yeah. going to be interested to see where he lands because that is a, a big-time addition for any of the networks. If he stays at Fox and he's their number two guy, that's, I guess, you know, just crappy that it ended up playing out that way because Tom Brady is Tom Brady. But I think the other networks will be trying big time to get Olsen. The only other thing is where do you go, right? Like ESPN's got their crew with Buck and yep. Aikman and CBS has their crew with Nance and Romo. And now Fox has their crew. So, and you know, it's not like NBC is moving on from Collinsworth. So... No, I wonder what happens. Are we sure Al Michaels is going to continue with Amazon? I think he's coming back. For, I don't know. And then what happens yeah, but, if you have? And, and I know, and I know he's the play-by-play -play guy. But then what happens? Uh -huh. Do they keep Herb Street? Those like, do they you know change the whole thing, the dynamic? I don't know. But you're right. It's probably not. There's probably not a spot there. So and there's no guarantee they don't keep Greg Olson on. Greg Olson on in that role. But you're paying Tom Brady so much money that he probably does become you know that number one guy at Fox. So and I'll give him a chance. I'll listen and I'll watch. But yeah. it just feels to me like you know. I guess what I'm saying is I'm I think Belichick might be better in that role on television if they give it to him and maybe not but you know I've, there's been a lot of things Belichick and Saban on a coach cast that would be pretty cool I think that they'd be they'd do good there I think I think Belichick could do really well on one of the studio shows just yeah. because I think that that would be a setting where he would be able to expand upon some of his thoughts and try and yeah. share some of the insight and the reasoning behind why something happens and why something doesn't. I have a quick Chiefs question for you that okay. I haven't really thought a bunch about, but is there a possibility that if the Chiefs win, Travis Kelsey retires? Oh, absolutely. Actually, I think it happens. I think Travis Kelsey retires regardless. How about that I mean, for a take? That's my prediction. I think well, Travis Kelsey's retiring along with his brother. We go we go out to the oh wow, that's a good that's a good point. We go and we talk about the Harbaugh thing, and it's like, well, maybe that hands the Chiefs one or two more losses. Nobody should be writing off the Chiefs because they have the no. best player on the planet. But Travis Kelsey's their, well, Chris Jones is their second best player, but he's their third best player and has been their far and away most important weapon offensively. If they don't have him, they've got money to spend in the offseason. But their team could look so drastically yep. different next year, which makes the this week, these next week and a half, that much more intriguing to me as we get ready for the Super Bowl. No doubt. All right, we promised rankings. What do you got for me? We were talking about it on the news on Tuesday because I said February is the worst month of the year. And so I, I want you to give me your three least favorite months and your three favorite months. Okay. I thought about this because you gave me a clue that you might ask me, and I want to have a little bit, of, at least a heads up. Okay. I agree with you. February is the worst. Mm -hmm. I don't like February. No. Now, I would like February a lot more if the Sabres were good, but they're just not. And every year for the last 10, 12 years now, they haven't been good. It would be a lot better if they were. But February is generally like cold and dreary and snowy, and we just can't get out of it fast enough, which, by the way, which is good because it only has 28 days this year, 29. But February for sure, there's, you know, all season's over. I mean, unless the Bills are in the Super Bowl, which they haven't been in 30 years, <laughs> you know, I, I just mm -hmm. I can't get behind February. Uh, my second least favorite, believe it or not, I landed on November. And Whoa. Whoa. I know. I, I know. Whoa. I landed that on November. Is, 
That is crazy to me. Okay. The reasoning me for November is I feel I, I get sad when college football winds down. And I know I don't have many more Saturdays of college football. And like towards the end of November, you're like, oh man, like college football's over already. Like every Saturday, you know? Eh. And then the weather's turning for football games in Buffalo and it's going to get colder and sidelines. I'm thinking, okay, what I got to start preparing for some of this colder weather I'm going to be getting. Um, yeah. And then there's just a lot going on, which is usually not a bad thing, but a lot of times the schedules get mixed. I'm, I'm wondering, what am I doing? Where am I going? What am I doing? Those kinds of things with the schedule. I'm not, I'm talking about a life schedule here, not just a football schedule. Uh-huh. And finally, my third, my third least favorite, I'm going to go with May. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. May okay. is kind of like the bridge to get me from, okay, spring is coming, April, and then all right, we need to get there. We need to get to summer, and there's really not a lot going on in sports in May. I mean, NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, I guess, but you know, uh-huh. the schedule comes out in football. We're waiting. It's a lot of waiting in May. It's waiting for the weather to turn. It's waiting for the sports calendar to turn. It's waiting for summer to arrive. So those are my least three. I'll give you my best three in a minute. What's your least three? Okay, my least three are February is my least favorite. Yep. I've gone back and forth between January and March is my like what one would be my second least. That doesn't mean all three in a row are going to be spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with March. It feels like March just drags. Now, the the easy rebuttal will be, well, what about March Madness? And my right. answer will be, well, March Madness doesn't start until like March 25th. So it's the end of the month anyway. And See, that's I'm not for, a- that's, wait, wait, that's for... I'm a college basketball junkie kind of March Madness yeah, starts com- early March with bas- with tournaments all over the country with conferences. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, but I'm not watching. I just, I don't even know. I don't even know the name of the Syracuse quarterback. <laughs> you think I'm watching the I big East tournament, <laughs> whether it's whatever. And then this it. is my, this is my hot take pun intended here. My third least favorite month is August. I think that August is the end of summer. And the anticipation Whoa. for everything is always more f- like, right? Like once oh. you get to August, you're like, oh no, summer's done. My thing is right when you get to the Erie County Fair, summer wow. is coming to an end. Our That's lives crazy. get crazy because of training camp. So August is, I, it's not, I that like is, a lot of. Th- August is a good thing. It's my third favorite. You have St. John Fisher hanging out, going to Marge's, yeah. golfing at all those great golf courses we have. Yep. You're getting away a little bit. You're enjoying the weather. And uh-huh. it's, football season's here. It's preseason. I'm getting excited about where I'm going every other weekend yeah. now. And yeah, August is my third favorite month, man, because of all that. You're a golfer. Uh, yeah. I just, it's, it's to me, it's tough because you get so excited about summer. It happens so fast. And then you get to August and summer's already done. And then you're like, okay, well, now we are shifting into fall mode. And fall is my favorite time of the year, so I don't have any issue with that. I just feel like August, there's also the anticipation for football, right? Like I'm excited for September, for the fall, for football to start. And it feels like those days just last a little bit longer because 
the carrot out in front of us all is the actual football season. I just, I'm not a huge August guy. Okay, well, maybe we have the same number one because my number two is July. I mean, it's hot. Fourth of July. I got I got my son's playing travel baseball. I'm coaching. I get to go to these cool places, watch the kids play mm-hmm. baseball. In the meantime, take vacations. We have a dead period before training camp begins. Kind of can do a lot. And then training camp begins. And I love it. We're going to Fisher. We're doing all those other things. I'm playing golf. I love July. July, hot weather. Yes, give me baseball. Mm-hmm. Give me golf. Give me training camp starting. I love July as number two. And number one, I'm going to go with September. Easy, right? Start a football yep. season. But also, Matt, I know that your beautiful young daughter isn't in school yet. But when she does huh? go to school, you're going to be like, yeah. oh, yes, September's here. And I get a little huh? more time because she's got to go to school. My third favorite month would be June or July. I'll say July for the sake of the year. I love the 4th of July. Get some time off. Really just like the middle of the summer, the peak of summer. Love July. My number two was in your three least favorite. It's November. November. I think. I love November. I think that November has, for me, all the sports I care about. I, do, I just don't watch college football a ton. So college football coming to an end doesn't change anything for me. It's when football games in the NFL start to matter. Hockey is back. The NBA is back. It's, for me, Thanksgiving's probably my favorite holiday. And then you mix in. I'm also a Christmas guy. Christmas season starts way earlier now than it ever did. So I can start listening to Christmas music without any shame on November 1st if I wanted to. I'm not going to, but, you know, sources say November 10th was when it started this past year. (laughs) So if I'm listening to a little bit of holiday music, I've got Thanksgiving. I've still got all the anticipation of the holiday season because that's what, at the end of the day, the anticipation is almost always better than the actual thing. So the anticipation of Christmas all that time during November is awesome. So November is my second favorite month. And then my first favorite month is obviously September. September is an elite in We're Western there. New York. Both the weather in September yes. weekend. Yes. It's nice. I am a fan temperature wise of, you know, I always know that Jeremy White likes to say like the hoodie and the shorts for fall me, it's fall is elite. If I can go golfing and wear a quarter zip and shorts, I'm totally happy. Sit out by a fire. It's still not super dark, super early. Just everything about September is awesome. Okay. I have a ranking for you before we get out of here. Okay. Four four things to rank here, okay? Uh-huh. Sure, this isn't the first time you've been asked. This is All-Star Weekend. NHL All-Star Game. Uh-huh. and uh, NFL, flag football, now all the All-Star Games. Rank All-Star Weekends, all-star events, not just the games. You got NHL. You got to include the skills comp, the game, everything. Yeah. NFL, you got to include everything around that. MLB, home run derby, all that. NBA, skills comp, everything. Rank. Am I going? Am I going bottom to top or top? Whatever to you want to do, you can go four through one. Yes, bottom to top. Four through one. Number four is the Pro Bowl. Number three is the NHL. Number two is Major League Baseball. Number one is the NBA. That's wow. how I would order. Mine is, I'm not thinking about the actual games. I'm thinking about the right. stuff that comes with the, the games. Yeah. And for me, there's nothing that's super exciting about the Pro Bowl. There's no events where I'm like, ooh, I need to see that. So that's why, to me, it's there. That's all it's it is all now is events. They don't even have a game anymore, really. It's that's what like I mean. Game, right? And it's also... Th- 
the timing of it is so different compared to the other yeah. ones where the other ones are in the middle of the season. This is between the end of and not even the best players play. Like Josh Allen right. is golfing instead of going to the Pro Bowl this year again. So it's not even the top tier talent. So for me, the Pro Bowl is number four. The NHL is number three, just because even though I'm a hockey guy, I like the skills competition, don't care about the game at all. Number two, I love the home run derby. The home run derby might actually be my favorite overall thing. Okay. The only reason I gave the only reason I gave the nod to number one is because I can think off the top of my head of more dunk contest moments than home run derby moments. And I actually will watch the NBA All-Star game just because it's fun, right? Watching those teams score 180 points is fun. Um, I'm gonna struggle. I'm gonna agree with you. MLB is number one and football is number four. I, I, I go back and forth between hockey and basketball because I could watch a bunch of one or the other or not watch a bunch of one or the other. This year's NHL All-Star Skills Competition apparently is different. They're going to have just 12 guys, eight competitions amongst the 12 for some sort of you know ranking and tiers. So mm -hmm. and then they're going to – I don't know exactly, and they're playing for a prize. So we'll see how that works out. I think the NHL Skills Competition is really cool. I think the NBA back in the day was amazing, but it's kind of gotten a little stale. But they brought some different things back. So you know they've changed some stuff over the years. So – I don't know. I guess I'll go. I guess I'll go NBA still two, NHL three. But I'm interested in what the NHL is going to do this year too. So my, I don't, I don't uh, mind it. my almost I guess preference has completely changed. I love hockey. Hockey is mm -hmm. something that I love so much. But I very rarely just sit down and watch hockey games anymore. Like if I'm sitting, <laughs> right. if I'm sitting on my couch and I, I watch every Sabres game. If I'm there, if I'm not there, I watch every single Sabres game. But besides that, if it's a Wednesday and yep. the Stars and Devils are playing, I'm more likely to watch an NBA game. I just, if I'm going to sit there and watch sports, I, I know some people love college basketball. It's not something that I care about, right? But, or really care about. But for me, like, I just now find myself turning on the NBA. If I'm just looking for something, because, you know, I'm, I'm, working on my laptop. I'm looking sure. at my phone. I'm not paying a ton of attention. I'd rather have, I think, a, a basketball game on in the background than a hockey game, which is completely different than how I was for most of my life. I, I think that's interesting and understandable in a lot of ways. I would, I if, given anything that's just on, I would put a college basketball game on the background before NBA or hockey. And then it would depend on the NBA teams. I like the Lakers. I follow them, but depending on the teams, if it's two high-level teams, a couple stars, I'd put the NBA on. But otherwise, I'd put maybe hockey on before that if it's not. So I agree with you. I, I understand that. I would say, and I think you're different. You don't really watch baseball. I do watch every Yankees game essentially. And if I'm, but I'm not necessarily watching all the time. I have it on somewhere in my house when they're playing all the time. So remember on the last episode how we were talking about baseball and I told you that my brother-in-law watches the highlights of every game. So after yes. the episode posted, he texted me and he says, I haven't missed a highlight of a baseball game in two full years. 9,720 9, games total. I bet he's very That's good at fantasy baseball. Yeah, probably. I mean, he was, I think he was, he was very good at real baseball. So I'm sure I, fantasy baseball is one of those other ones. I only play fantasy football because it feels like all the other ones are way too much. I know you can set the lineup at the beginning yeah. of the week and then just adjust. I, that feels like way too much work. Fantasy football, hey, we, nothing else. Hey, we got to go. Uh, we thank Mike Robbie, our producer. We have a lot more content coming your way, and it's always game day in Buffalo. Stick with us all offseason. Matt and I are going to be doing. A lot of these, obviously, as we take it into the combine, the owners' meetings, the NFL draft, everything along the way. And I'm sure the next time we talk, we'll have a lot more Bills news to get to as well, Matt. I mean, 
um, who knows? I mean, uh, by that time, maybe we'll know if Bobby Babbage is calling plays. By the time we talk next, I have no idea how that's all going to work if, out. Or if Bill Belichick is the new defensive line coach. <laughs> that's right. Keep an eye out for that. Thanks a lot for tuning in. It's always game day in Buffalo.